the person like you're as you're listening to us have this conversation i want you to think about the people that are in your circle right we all have great friendships they're life-giving i don't want to take away from the fact that we have good friends that may be at various different financial education levels but when it comes to investing in yourself and your own financial freedom i.e your passive income streams what does your network what does your close circle look like and if it's not constantly raising your bar it's because you haven't surrounded yourself with the people that will get you to that next level and that's what this whole this retreat in our mastermind is all about it's not to replace your friendships it's not to replace those people that are close to you those are there for a reason but it's to level up and say my family's legacy is super important and how can i start to invest in that way i've got to expand who the people are that are speaking into that for me break free from modern day slavery live the freedom trinity of financial freedom time freedom and location freedom. Live in true fulfillment with a foundation of growth and balance in health. Relationships. Spirituality. And having fun doing what you love most. Let us show you the way. Welcome to Freedom Hack Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Freedom Hack Radio. I'm your host, Bryce Robertson. And today, my friends, we have a special guest coming back, also bringing his partner back with him. Joey Muir was on talking about financial freedom a couple of months ago. And now we have the pleasure of having him back and having Ross here as well. And we're going to talk about their passive income mastermind, which I had the honor of actually joining and participating in probably about six weeks ago, maybe two months ago. I had a really awesome time there. I really want to share it with you guys to see if you guys can get something out of it. So, but before we go there, I just wanted to actually wind the clock back, Russ and Joey. First off, welcome you both to Freedom Hack Radio. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us, Bryce. Of course, of course. And then a place I love to start always is what's given you guys the most gratitude today. Oh, well, I'll say this. Uh, my five daughters, every day I wake up and I get to make breakfast with them and just hear them just, I mean, they're just, they're in the living room tackling each other and hiding under a blanket and they're saying hey we're a rock and I just go over there and just tickle them and then they fall out on the floor and it's just it's the greatest thing ever man you, you can't help but smile being around them beautiful <laughs> well I, I I'll I'll ditto that except my my daughter that I took to breakfast every every week on Wednesday I take one of my kids to breakfast I don't make breakfast I am not Mrs. Doubtfire like my partner here I <laughs> I know how to pay for other people who make breakfast and so this morning I got a chance to take my oldest daughter it was her her week to go and just get to connect with her learn what's going on in her world and just have some one-on-one -on -one time beautiful that's special guys so passive income mastermind 
You guys created this. You've held two of them so far. The first one was in Nashville. The second one was in Austin. You guys have one coming up in Scottsdale, Arizona, I believe, in September. What inspired you guys to create this mastermind in the first place? I think inspire is, is, a, is a great word. It's not an accurate word, but it is a word that, uh, yeah, we actually got coerced into building this passive income mastermind by our mentor, our partner, Sharon Srivatsa. Mm. He said, guys, you don't understand what you have here, right? You, you are the kings of passive income. You have gathered so many ideas and there are people listening and saying, how can I get involved? How can I have this transfer of knowledge of learning all these passive income things and getting to the next level? You have to have a mastermind. And if you know Russ and I, we're really not great at getting the word out about things. And we're just kind of like a little bit, you know, quiet, or at least I am. Russ is very loud. But <laughs> Sharon just pushed us into it. And man, I'm so glad that he did because it has leveled us up and all those involved to the next level. Well, if there's anything that Joey and I are good at, it is finding smart people like yourself to hang out with. And getting them to talk instead of us. And I would say that was definitely an inspiration that I had behind being a willing participant in this coercion, as Joey said, because I knew that we would we would bring even smarter people into our sphere, allow them to share ideas with the group, but more importantly, with us one-on-one, because as you know, you've been in events like this, you've been a participant. Hopefully you're going to be one of the panelists at our event in Scottsdale and with that, it comes one-on-one -on -one connection with the host. And I, I love that because when we're able to be next to someone who is smart, there's a there's a saying out there that knowledge is power. And one of my friends says, no, knowledge is not power. Access is power. And when you get to an event like this, where you go from listening to it on a podcast or listening to it on a YouTube, right? And you're in a one-on-one -on -one environment where maybe there's less than 50 people in the room. And even sometimes when you get in a smaller room, you're in three or four, you really get access to that knowledge. You get access to the people who can solve the problem that you're dealing with or give you insight to something that you hadn't even considered. I think that that's the beauty of these sort of retreats, these masterminds. And that's the reason why I was definitely a willing participant. Awesome. Yeah, I would actually say that's something unique about you guys too. Like there's a lot of these kind of mastermind style events where the key speakers will come in, they'll provide a ton of value, and then they'll leave. Or, or maybe they'll still be somewhere, but they're actually not communicating with the, the, the guests that actually came there to learn a mastermind together. And that was something really unique about the event that I was at at Austin, we spent, I think it was three days. And uh, three days, uh, amazing food, like awesome food, but I didn't really have to think about anything. All I had to do was just show up and put clothes on. And then um, there was just, it was a, there was awesome food, great location. It was also a really cool balance between content being provided and wisdom being shared and also an adequate amount of time for networking. Um, which I think is like super powerful because the power of actually networking at these events may arguably be the most powerful piece of all of it. That's where deals get created. That's where partnerships get created. That's where opportunities get uncovered, connections happen. 
And uh, I mean, you put 50 powerful people in a room, there's bound to be synergies created out of that for sure. And so I've been to many masterminds in the past. I've been to a lot of different groups and usually there's a few key players in the room and then everybody else is at a different type of level. But this is a very impressive group of people. Um, yes, there may have been some newbies in the room. I actually honestly didn't meet many people that were at that stage. Um, all of the people I spoke to, which was probably 60% of the people in the room, uh, were doing big stuff. And it was really inspiring to be in a room full of people that are uh, highly accountable, achievers, they conquer their goals, they're living their dream, they're doing what they want to do. And uh, so much to learn from that, because we're not talking about everybody that's doing the same thing. Almost everybody has a different niche or a different specialty or a different business model. And then when you bring that into a room collectively, I mean, they say when you get two people together to mastermind, it creates a third person. When you get 50 people together, I don't even know how many extra people get created out of that. But it's definitely powerful. That yeah. is definitely the unique part of it, right? Is that one of the things that Joey and I did not want was we were building this mastermind it to be like every other event we've ever been to where it's a big stage, usually a hundred people, 500 people in the room. And as you said, you show up, you just get just crushed with information. There's one speaker after the next. It seems like you're going to the doctor's office where the doctor can't be in there for more than two minutes before they have to bounce. Right. Like you, there's like feeling like your cattle and coming into a gate. And we wanted it to be an environment where you could come and get information, but the information from the stage wasn't necessarily the most valuable piece of information. It is that networking time. And usually where that happens at when you go to an event like this, it's like, okay, I've heard enough. My brain is tired. I've got to walk outside and take a break. And then somebody else walks outside and you just happen to get in a sidebar conversation. We said, well, instead of doing that, let's be purposeful. Let's make sure that we, we limit the speakers so we have three, as you know, during the day, we had three main stage speakers with a panel at the end, and we built in an hour and a half between the speakers for people to get into groups of three or four so that you could do what you said, like put those minds together. And I don't know how many minds that is when you start getting past a couple, right? But I know that that is where the value is and when you're purposeful in that. So for us, it was definitely more about building the connections. Just like you said, we see more of the deals in our mastermind happening with each other than we do necessarily from a presenter that comes into the group. Cause we do these retreats twice a year, but we do meetings twice a month. And so we want to make sure that the connections are happening. I think that's where influence uh, definitely lives. Well, and I, I'll say this price, <clears throat> it takes, I think most big events they get insecure about the value that they're bringing. So they just add more speakers mm. and more speakers equals more value in their minds. And our, in our minds, it was like, no, the members and the people who attend are the value, right? So we want to make that the, the highlight of the time. And I think that that's why, like when you just said, I met 60% of the people at an event. What, I mean, how many events can you say that about? Yeah. Very few. Yeah. Right. Um, because it's just not, it doesn't lend itself to that. And, and God forbid, if you're an introvert, right, you don't even want to go to the event to begin with because you're, you don't want to get into all these conversations or you find it difficult. And so you kind of just stay back and you never meet anybody. And so we even thought about that. Um, 
Mark Podolsky, one of our members, is a is a high introvert. You wouldn't know it by talking to him, but he's like, yeah, I go to these other events and I talk to one or two people. He's like, so let's build in these these mastermind areas and give them the questions ahead of time, so nobody has to even think about it. They can just be around the table and add value to one another. And and so I think that's that was kind of a purposeful thing for us to to say this is the value how do we highlight it and and so far man it's just been a real real blessing to be able to do that to add a little bit of color on that you know going to the breakout sessions and networking some events that i've been to there's a lot of ego in the room there's a lot of kind of like peacocking and fluffing up feathers and all that kind of stuff but i suppose the caliber of people that were at this event or that come to these events are beyond that point of ego, like they've already had a significant amount of success in their business. So they don't have the need to essentially like fluff their feathers, or maybe, you know, be a little bit inauthentic. So for introverts, I would say that, you know, coming to an event like this, it's an environment where it's very comfortable and people are super down to earth. And uh, there's, we have the ability to have what Tony Robbins calls proximity, which he thinks is one of the most important things in business to be able to have uh, a connection to or some kind of tie to or um, reach to people who are up to big things. And a lot of that comes back to the concept that the top five people that we spend our time with, that we end up being a collective of those top five people. And when we have people like this in our network, I mean, we're talking about one, there's the actual mastermind itself. Then there's, what are you guys doing weekly, monthly calls? Yep. Twice a month we get together. Yep. Yeah. Twice a month calls. So like every two weeks you're being infused again with this group of people, with this high level way of thinking with, um, with that motivation, just like present in the room and you can feel it. And it's interesting because when I first started networking, I thought in the beginning, uh, everybody's looking for the same thing. Everybody's looking for, for, say, for example, if you're at a real estate event and it's all about single family homes, everybody's looking for the same type of home. They've got the same exit strategy. They're looking in the same markets and the whole room's full of the same people. That's what I thought. And when you go to these masterminding events, some of us have problems. I mean, we all at some point have problems, no matter where we are and growing in our career, in our business, there's always a weak point of our business. Maybe we need more leads. Maybe we need more deals. Maybe we need more money. Uh, maybe we need more team members. We need to solve some other problems. And it's interesting to be able to present. Here's my challenge that I'm currently having right now in a group of just three or four people, let alone a room over three days of 50 or 60 people and see how that problem can get solved like that. And how there's people in the room that have connections and referrals. And I've had that experience before. I know someone who's had that experience. Let me put you in contact with them and vice versa, us having the ability to, to solve other people's problems as well. Um, sometimes people might need to raise money for a deal. They might need to expand their team. They might have a challenge that they've never come across before. And, you know, if you're actually going to go out into the world and try and find somebody to give that answer to you, you're going to pay big bucks for it. And you may have to go for a few people before you can even get there. Um, and that's kind of like an inbuilt 
benefit of being part of these kinds of groups because you can really solve a lot of problems and really help each other out. And it's really freaking cool to know that you're helping other people and to other people to help you. And that synergy builds and the trust builds. And, um, and then, yeah, a lot of opportunities to do deals together and, and other joint ventures and things like that too. One thing I wanted to ask you guys is how did you attract such high profile people? Because this is no average group of, of ladies and gents. Well, I would say and lots of time, lots of, <laughs> lots of podcasts, right? Lots of um, having deep conversations with those that we were seeking out wisdom from, right? Most of the people in the room were people that we seek and see as mentors to us, because I think the, the blessing that we've had within podcasting and getting to know people like yourself is understanding the gifts and talents of everyone. And Joey and I are agnostic to the concept. So like you said, sometimes you show up into these rooms and you find yourself surrounded with people just like you, meaning that I'm doing single family deals. I'm doing multifamily deals. I'm doing this type of syndication. You find yourself in rooms with people that are only doing that. Well, that may be helpful, but at the same time, you're you're really in the same sandbox, just in a different town, right? Like, because you're already probably having those same conversations. But for us, we're we're looking for any sort of business venture, any sort of way to create passive income, any way to find a tax strategy that we're not already implementing. And through that, we were able to connect with people that are kind of spreading all the gamuts. And we may have a conversation from the front of the room about how to exit your business. How are you building your business in a way to be able to sell it for the highest price where the next person is talking about, here's a syndication, here's how I built it, here's how we're you know growing it, how we're raising capital, here's what our, you know, our returns are on it or whatever. So for us, I think the reason we got the room the way it was is that we were seeking people of all different nature and we built uh, an amazing group of people. The, the first event we did in Nashville, we sent out 35 invites. We had 30 people out of the 35 come. And I, I felt like, wow, that is one, it's a testament to my business partner here, Joey. He's an amazing relationship builder. He connects with people so well, and he's able to then use those relationships and be able to like go deeper and, and help them in whatever they're seeking. And so when we did the event in Austin, I think we probably sent 60 or 70 invites and we had roughly 50 people in the room. And it is definitely invite only. We we allow the, the public to apply to come, but typically speaking, a very small percentage of those people end up coming because they just don't meet the criteria that we want in the room. We want the room to be as of high quality as possible so that everyone else, as you said, comes around and says, hey, this is a person that I would want to connect with. This is a person that can help me exactly where I am. Because if you if you show up to an event and you're the highest peacock in the room, as you said, then who can help you, right? And, and there's people in that room that have billion dollar net worths. Not that every one of them does, but some do. But still, one of the, I, I think one of the wealthiest people that was in the room the other day was learning from you because he, with the thing that he hadn't done or was on the way to do it, and he had built these streams of income. He'd built a humongous net worth because he'd built businesses and that businesses he had sold, but he had he's in the the transition of getting out of the mindset of accumulation into cash flow. So I love having somebody like yourself who can show him how to build streams of income. And so even him 
can say, wow, Bryce added humongous value to me because he's showing me an insight to something that I haven't even participated in yet. And that's and I, the interesting thing. Um, sorry, Jerry, go for it, mate. Well, I don't mean to cut you off or hijack your podcast here, uh, Bryce, but but I would say the person like you're as you're listening to us have this conversation, I want you to think about the people that are in your circle, right? We all have great friendships. They're life-giving. I don't want to take away from the fact that we have good friends that may be at various different financial education levels. But when it comes to investing in yourself and your own financial freedom, i.e. your passive income streams, what does your network, what does your close circle look like? And if it's not constantly raising your bar, it's because you haven't surrounded yourself with the people that will get you to that next level. And that's what this whole, this retreat in our mastermind is all about. It's not to replace your friendships. It's not to replace those people that are close to you. Those are there for a reason, but it's to level up and say, my family's legacy is super important. And how can I start to invest in that way? I've got to expand who the people are that are speaking into that for me. And um, so anyways, I, I think that that's part of it. And the second thing, as Russ mentioned, was, you know, the people that we gather together are collectively coming there not <clears throat> to better their own craft, which, as you mentioned, most masterminds you go to that may be real estate involved, they're not there to show you how to make it passive. They're there to help you become a better operator in an active business right? All the people that come to this are saying, in, in fact, that's kind of our, our motto to this is we have to make passive income streams. And so if it has to do with your active business, we're not talking about it. We're talking about your passive portfolio and how do we continue to grow that? So I think that that's what allows us to bring people from all different genres and all different places. And that's why you get so much value because you're getting this variety that you would never get if you went to, you know, let's say you're an optometrist or you're a doctor, you go to a, 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 a physician's convention, they're all talking about their active day-to-day -day work, not how they're going to, you know, be able to expand and create passive income streams. So those are just a couple of thoughts I had. Absolutely. And I want to add a little bit of color to Russ's last comment and your former comment, Joey, which was about um, the, the, the quality, I suppose, and the energy of people in the room. So when we go to an event like this, we've got people at certain different vibrational levels, right? And any of you listening or watching this right now, you can play, a, play along with this and do a little exercise with this right now. And just think about... Uh, a number between one to 10, one being extremely low, 10 being the highest, and think about how you feel and where, what number you would give to yourself as your satisfaction in life and how fulfilled you are in life. Be really honest with yourself and give yourself a grade out of one to 10. So just take a moment, guys, that, that are watching and listening this and grade yourself from one to 10 on where you feel in fulfillment. Okay. Now, most of you guys should have that number. It should have came to you like that. 
I'll tell you something. Most people usually choose seven. That's actually the most common number I've heard people choose. Um, people that are even more satisfied usually choose eight or nine. And then, you know, some people that are less satisfied will be lower than seven. Here's the interesting thing. If people are lower than what your number is, then they are naturally, and most of them are going to do this either unconsciously or subconsciously. They're not going to be conscious of doing it, but they are going to be bringing themselves, bringing you down to their level. So let's say, for example, you're a seven. That's where you're at. You feel fulfilled at a seven. That's where you're at out of 10. What if you're hanging out with somebody that it's a five? They are uncomfortable with a seven. It's too much for them. They need to bring you down to a number five. And God forbid they're at a number one. They're going to do anything desperately to bring you down to their level because that's where they're comfortable. But flip the coin on that. And what if you're a seven and you're hanging out in a room full of people that are eight, nine, and 10, which is actually what this mastermind is from my perspective, then people in that room are going to be pulling you up. They're going to be pulling you up to their level because that's where they're comfortable at. They're comfortable at eight, nine, 10. So they're going to pull you up to that level. And you're really going to feel that when you're in this group and when you're in this energy, you're in a a group of high, uh, high energy, high vibrational people who are fulfilled in life. And they're going to be pulling you up. They want to see you succeed. Success in all aspects of life is on the radar of people that have high vibrations. So even just going from the mastermind and then going to the, the bi-weekly calls, when you're in that energy, you, you're going to have no choice but to feel like you want to continue bringing that energy to the table because you're, you're feeding off that energy as well. And I know from my experiences, when I go from an event like this to, to a follow-up call to another event, I don't want to have, oh, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been up to nothing. Come on, man. Like this is a high energy group of people. It's, it motivates me in the interim to actually be even better version of myself, to provide even more value to the table um, so that when I meet up with people, we're, we're, we're raising each other's vibration and we're keeping everybody up. And I just, I could probably go a little bit down a rabbit hole there, but I think that's really important for people to understand that it's, it's really going to like lift you up by being part of this kind of group. I think what you just shared there, Bryce was a hack to freedom, <laughs> right? I mean, what you just said is that this is how those who want to reach higher levels do it. This is the hack. And I mean, we've heard it, right? We, we're the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. And the, the interesting part to that is going to Joey's comment is a, a lot of times we spend time with people we really like and our core group of friends who we get to see a lot. Maybe we do supper club with, maybe, maybe we do kids events with, they may not be that 10 that we're talking about. Maybe they are. And that's, that's a beautiful thing if they are. But then I, I feel like you have to say, okay, I, I'm a seven, which by the way, you were going through that process. I put in the chat to Joey seven. <laughs> and and I, I think what you find is that people who attend these events, very few of them say 10. Most of them are going to be in that seven, eight, nine area, because I believe that they're always seeking improvement. 
They, as you said, regardless of where they are, they're seeking improvement. They're seeking wisdom. And I, I would imagine the majority of the people listening to this podcast right now would have said the same thing. Otherwise, why would they not? Why, why wouldn't they be doing something else, right? If, if I was completely happy in everything I were doing, I would be listening. I'm listening here because I want to improve. I want to find what's that little thing? What's that hack that helped me get closer to the freedom goals that I've set for myself? And I do think that the beauty of the mastermind and one of the things I love about the one that we've been building and still believe that it has lots of growth opportunity within it, not from growing our membership, but growing this area to the membership is that the people who show up are willing to learn. They're not there just to just tout all the successes that they've had. And I think the best compliment we had, the first one we did and why I knew that we were owned to something is that the most common compliment we had was, wow, the room was full of amazing people, but more importantly, people who were humble and wanting mm -hmm. to learn. And he's like, I was talking to somebody, I had no idea who they were. And we were having an amazing conversation and I walked away and I Googled their name and I was astounded by the fact of who I was just talking to, right? Mm. Like these names are not the names that you just necessarily see on billboards and are, you know, topping the charts on YouTube, unless you Google them, you're like, wow, that person was doing that. I had no idea. And I, I think that that's the beauty of being in a room of humble people, but people who are seeking how to improve themselves and also learn that improving themselves is also by sharing with someone else who needs to learn, right? We learn better sometimes as teachers than we do as students. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that, um, you know, it's definitely a room full of people that want to grow. So this is, it's an exclusive event. It's invite only people can apply, but you're only going to be accepted to come there if you are a growth committed type of person anyway, um, which obviously a lot of you are listening to Freedom Hack Radio. But one of the things about having conversations with these people at, at this mastermind is that a lot of these people are holding themselves highly accountable. And so then naturally they're going to help hold other people accountable and in a form in which I like to call ruthless compassion. Um, and let me explain that. I think that a lot of people like to be around people who agree with them on their vibrational level. They like to agree with them. It's easy. But um, ruthless compassion is being someone who's courageous enough to see something in somebody else that, that they could improve from and making that comment, not making that comment rudely, making that comment in a powerful way where you're uncovering something that someone didn't see in themselves. For example, when I closed my first uh, mobile home park, I, it was a 40 space mobile home park. I raised the capital for it. And then I got a private loan to get it closed. Cause at the time I had a negative net worth, $2,000 in the bank and unseasoned credit. And I closed on this 40 space mobile home park with a single family home and a commercial building. And I thought I was a rock star. It was my first real estate deal. And then I hop on the phone with a guy I ended up later writing a book with Reed Goosen's and he says to me, oh, cool. Oh, you did a 40 space mobile home park. Oh, okay. That's cool. Let me ask you this, mate. Um, why aren't you doing bigger deals? And it was just like, it just, it shocked me because in the beginning I thought, well, aren't I a rock star? Didn't I just do this like massive deal for my first deal? And then he's thinking like, why aren't you doing 200, 300 space deals? And so guess what my next deal was? It was a 200 space deal. 
And it was just shifting my way of thinking. And I, I call that ruthless compassion because it's somebody seeing uh, an inner ability in me and pulling it out or maybe teaching me to think in a different way. And I think coming to a mastermind like this, if you can have a conversation with somebody that shifts your thinking and because of that shifted thinking, you can go out and make, you can become financially free. You can make millions of dollars. Like that's beyond worth it just for that one comment. Well, and what you just said, <clears throat> I would commonly call getting your, your lid raised. You didn't realize that that was your lid, but every one of us has it. We all have a lid that we're unaware of. And then someone comes along and says, well, why aren't you doing this? And it just becomes now the norm, right? Because you didn't believe it was possible until that, that number or that whatever the goal was was put out in front of you. I had a very similar situation whenever I was first in the mortgage business. My my uh, manager I, at the time I had never made you know six figures in the mortgage business. I was very young, and my manager looked out over this new office that we had just built out, and he said, "Man, you see all those seats out there?" He said, "Those are those are hundred thousand dollar seats," and I was just like, "Oh." So everybody he's hiring, they should at least be making $100,000. And I would, had been with them for a couple of months. And I was like, well, that's, that's easy. That's what I should be doing. It was just a lid that I had put on myself. And now all of a sudden, it was much higher. And that's exactly what the mastermind will do for people is be, put them in a position to have their lid raised. And uh, we, we had numerous examples of that. Um, Mitch Steven, I don't know if you recall Bryce, him being on the panel and him <laughs> who could just... forget. Are you kidding me? I think I wet my <laughs> pants, man. That dude's just a barrel of laughs. We'll, we'll do that. I, I would love to turn turn your podcast into an interview show about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for for your listener who didn't get a chance to participate, I, I would love for you to share just a couple of your highlights. And if, if Mitch isn't one, you can add to it. But my guess is Mitch was one. What was one thing that Mitch said, but then what's another thing that you took away from that event? Because I, I love hearing other people's perspective because Joey and I as hosts don't always get to participate and, and learn as much because we're always thinking about what the next thing is, what's coming up. So we're trying to make sure everything logistically is working. But talk a little bit about Mitch for your audience. I, I really find it his whole thing fascinating. Yeah. I mean, Mitch is just, I mean, the dude's a character. I mean, you just take a look at him and you, I, I took a look at him and I'm like, I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> and then when he got up on stage and actually started speaking, he's, you know, we, when we grow and we become more and more successful, we have the opportunity to become more of ourselves if we choose to. And I feel like that's something that Mitch has definitely stepped into. He's just himself and he's just going to be who he is and say what he's going to say. And, you know, he actually was dropping some comments about, um, I can't even remember how it came up, but he dropped a comment about um, something relating to insurance and aliens and a Holocaust and all these different things. And, and it was, it seemed so absurd, but I also understand how like a lot of that you actually have to take into consideration in his perspective of what he thinks with insurance. And so because of that, he does business very differently and he just mitigates like all of these things are completely out of his control. Even though some of his comments might've been a little bit exaggerated or sarcastic, I got the point. The point is, 
is that he's only going to do deals that he feels like 100% confident on and 100% safe in. And I mean, what has he done? Like a deal every day for like, I think it was every three or four days, he's mm -hmm. bought a house over the last 20 years. Yeah. So think about that, guys. You bought a house every three to four days for 20 years. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's some wisdom there, right? Yeah. And he's oh, just yeah. an absolute character. I don't think there's any way I could like recreate or impersonate him. He is uniquely him. And, um, you know, I hope he's coming to Scottsdale. He's, he's a solid guy. I really also really appreciated Bob Burnett. Bob Burnett has a very unique perspective on Bitcoin and the freedom and ethical aspects of it, which I think is something that a lot of people are very much underestimating. And he also brought some really awesome macro data to the table and a very different perspective and unique perspective on Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining. Um, and also Dave Zook, he was amazing. Uh, it was awesome to hear him, how he went from having a uh, $1 million tax, like I've got $1 million tax obligation uh, one year to, oh, that's not a good situation to be in. How can I figure out how to get all of these correct tax benefits so I don't have to pay a million dollars in taxes now to the point where I believe he's paying something between one to 3% and he's making significantly more, more than 10 times what he was making back then and uh that was very inspirational to see how that we can wrap our heads around different strategies as well i i love that well there's one comment and I, I went back and watched it once we um our, our video team was able to get all the videos so all our members and guests who attend get copies of it so if you haven't had a chance bryce go back and watch mitch in that panel but i was watching it the other day because i was like i just need to laugh and there was a comment to Mitch about about what he's going to do with money and how is he, you know, uh, creating velocity. He says, I'm trying to slow down velocity, right? As I'm getting older, I'm trying to slow down time because I don't want to run out. And he's like, you know, because I don't know what my kids are going to do. Are they going to burn all the money that I give them immediately? Maybe I'll just spend it all the day before I die. And he's like, <laughs> no, I can't do that because, you know, I may die, but I, I, I may just fight fight out of the grave. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm so ruthless that I'll, I just may overcome death <laughs> and by 10 years back, <laughs> which I just think that's, that's the mindset that people like that have, right. That they, they've come to a point where they're going to overcome whatever it is. And as you said, yes, that's sarcastic. Yes. That's exaggerated, but the mindset to overcome and I, I love that you pointed out some of those comments that he had, because that it's funny as he's saying it, but then you listen to him and you listen to how he built a business that he could buy and sell a house every three to four days. His, he's buying a house every three to four days. And listen to this, is that he his average on the market sell time is less than seven days. And he does zero advertising. He puts no signs in the yard. And it, it comes from just thinking, being creative in, in your thought process. And when you get around, as you said, the beauty of these sort of events is that you're masterminding and you're taking the minds of other masters and you're able to then use that experience and that wisdom and, and apply it to yourself. There's a concept in real estate that almost everybody's familiar with, OPM. And we all think about, oh, this is where I get to partner with other people's capital. But the beauty of OPM is that I also get to borrow the money and the time that they spent to do things. And then I get to transfer that to myself 
to then avoid all of those costs, right? Like if you wanted to buy a property with Bitcoin, you should be a part of this mastermind because you could ask Joey all the things that he spent months learning about all the things not to do and how to do it properly so that you could then buy a piece of real estate via Bitcoin because we've experienced all the things that someone would need to do. We, we don't have to go through that again because we did it once, but most people who will do that for the first time, and I believe that this will be a more common transaction over and over and over again as we go for, forward, and especially, you know, I know that that's something that's big in your radar, Bryce, it, but you have to be able to borrow that information from someone who has it. Otherwise, you pay retail for it, which I think is a, definitely a detriment to what we're doing and the dollars that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I found value in the room, like thinking back at the event is um, the deeper I go as an entrepreneur, the more I find there's just abundant opportunities out there. Some are, some I believe are excellent. Some I believe are average and, but there's an abundance of opportunities out there. I think some people might go, Oh, well, you know, maybe thinking limited, they know what they know. And there's this whole world of other investments out there. And just being in a room, even on the first day in the first afternoon, networking with people, I found out about so many exciting investment opportunities and things I didn't even know about tax advantage opportunities for W2 employees in the energy industry, um, CO2 emissions with trees and all these different like types of investments that it's really inspiring. Um, so as a passive investor, if you're actually looking for attractive investments to place as a passive investor, this is definitely a place to come as well as if you're an entrepreneur or an operator or a business owner. Um, there's just so many crossovers of value there. One thing I want to ask you guys is obviously you created it. You had a vision in the beginning, but then you've hosted two of these masterminds so far, plus all of the interim calls. What has been created in your lives that you never anticipated in the beginning when you created this? I, I would say um, there's a richness to the relationships that have been formed. I think we we thought of it, I mean, at least I don't want to speak for Russ, maybe he can add to it, but I thought of it more as we need a, a platform and opportunity for people to, to be inundated with the things that we're learning and trying to share that. And I think what's happened is we don't really share a whole lot. <laughs> we're there to learn along with you, but the, the relationships that have been formed they were there before, but now I feel like they're so much deeper um, and, and so much more value to the point where I'll just give one example of that. Um, one of our, our partners in the mastermind, Mark Podolsky, is the land flipping genius, right? If you don't know him, check him out, thelandgeek.com. And, you know, we formed a partnership with him to build our, our land flipping business and all of a sudden, everybody wants to learn about it. How can I do this as well? Um, and so as we form this mastermind, we've gotten really close with Mark, closer than before, to the point now where my 16-year-old daughter has started her own land flipping business. And just the, the ability for, for me to kind of partner with her and with the Land Geek team for her to be coached and for her to get the system set up and for her to be able to buy and sell raw land on for just a few hours a week to create passive income 
Like that to me is a rich thing that I can now, because of this relationship, be able to provide to the next generation financial freedom before she even graduates high school, right? Like that, that to me is super valuable. Um, It's okay for us to build passive income streams. It's great. It's exciting. But man, I think there's so many people like me who want to figure out how to then allow that transfer of knowledge to happen to the next generation. And this mastermind really kind of an unexpected benefit has been to see what those relationships now mean to my family going forward. And I don't know, Russ, what would you add to that? I, I would say two things that I, that comes to mind, Bryce. Thanks for the question. And that's a, a really insightful question that you ask Because one is kind of along the line with the OPM statement I made a second ago. One of the things that I've benefited the most out of this group is by every time, every month we have two calls. One call is where we'll cover a passive income topic, a tax strategy or infrastructure topic. We'll have a presenter. They'll share their idea for 30, 40 minutes. The room will ask questions and then we kick them out of the room. And then we go around and we ask each member on a scale of one to 10, how do you rate what was shared and then why? And what the why is so much more important than the, the number, right? And what I've gained out of that is how other people think about deals and opportunities and even estate planning strategies that I would have never considered because we we see the world through our own eyes. And if you've ever done like a disc approach or whatever, right? Like one of those personality assessments, we we're a dominant trait, whether we're you know, a D, an influencer, if we're that analytical or with that social, you know, empathetic person, we see the world through that lens and and we don't understand the other side of it. But our room is full of people, even though they're high entrepreneurs, not all of them are the type A personality traits that you might normally see. And we get to hear insights. I mean, we have a guy that's a, uh, has been a naval uh combat um, pilot he sees the world in a completely different perspective than almost everybody else and he makes decisions very quickly but but critical decisions and so when we're going around the room and he gives perspective or someone else says i learned from that probably at a higher level than anything else and i I had another thought i've forgotten this so i will not hold us up on that i'll think about it in a second but to me that has been one of the biggest perspectives i've had is just being able to expand my buy box, understanding why, why I may want to be in a deal versus not without having to spend my money always to, to learn those things. Beautiful. So let's talk about the upcoming event. You guys are hosting your third mastermind, Passive Income Retreat Mastermind in Scottsdale, Arizona. I believe it's at the end of September. What, what are the dates on that one, guys? So it's September the 29th and 30th is the event for um, the people who are not members. The members will come in on the 27th and they'll they'll stay through the 30th. We've got, (coughs) I'm sorry, excuse me there, I got uh, choked up even talking about it. the the event is is to cover three three areas. Our, our focus is always obviously passive income. So it's go to www.thepassiveincomeretreat.com if you want to get more details on it. But it's always covering passive income, it's covering tax strategies, and it's covering infrastructure. 
And infrastructure can be lots of different things. One of the areas that we, we do is we talk about how do we structure all our entities so that they're at the highest level and protect us at the, the greatest ability. The estate planning side, are we thinking generationally? Because our mastermind's focus is that not only do we get our passive income to equal our monthly expenses, but the goal of this group, because we want to level up, is that our goal is to get to 200% of our monthly expenses with passive income. And so for that, we, we have to think way past ourselves. So we have a, a concept of thinking 100 years down the road, we're not going to be here. So what are we going to have to put in place so that all the stuff that we're learning, we can pass down, not only just the money, but the manual of how to grow it and, and, and make it even better. And so we, we bring that as a part. And then we talk about the infinite banking concept. It's something that Joey and I know a lot about, something that we got really um, good at early on in our days. We think it's foundational to enhancing everything else that we do. So our, our mastermind event will cover those things. We have some headline speakers. I mean, for anybody who's followed um, real estate ever, you, you've learned the name Ken McElroy. That's Robert Kiyosaki's go-to real estate advisor. He's going to be speaking at our event, and we've got another speaker that might be known to your group, which uh, Pace Morby. Some people like to refer to him as the creative financing king, and, and and several others. I won't detail all of them. We're 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 steadily building out that list, but that that event will be if you attend. If you if you want to apply, go to thepassiveincomeretreat.com, and not only will you get a full day, as you said, we'll we'll feed you very well <laughs> while you're there. Um, but also that Friday, we'll have another headline speaker. And then we're always, we always try to do this on, on the weekdays because we feel like so valuable for us to not take time away from our families. And the weekends are the time that we can spend with families. If you can't come on the weekday, challenge yourself, right? That's the thing is that is, is your active work preventing you from doing the things that's going to help you be um, financially free. And I, I have friends of mine who make millions of dollars. They're highly paid employees and they, they own their jobs. And I, I've invited them to this. They go, I can never come on a weekday. And I think that's a problem. <laughs> you know, like that if, is a if problem. You, You're not free if you can't come on a weekday. You don't have control of your schedule and you're actually a slave to your own system. Even if you are a billionaire, yeah, which happens. More reason to come than ever, right? Mm -hmm. If that's your answer, that's your, that's your lid that you have to be raised and say, man, I'm going to take vacation just to come so that I don't ever have to say that again. Mm -hmm. Right. So anyways, that's, that's super important. Any other surprises in store that you want to elaborate on Joey? Uh, for the retreat itself? For the retreat. Yeah. Man, I, I say Russ uh, uh, surprises me all the time. So I, to be honest, I'm probably going to be surprised before I pass it on to you. Um, well, get, get here, any here, strip teases in store, Russ? <laughs> <laughs> well, so th there's a couple of things, right? So there, our members have a pretty cool day in store for themselves the day before, and and your 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 audience may go, well, crap, I'm not a member. Well, if you go to the passiveincomeretreat.com, there's a place to apply to be a part of the membership, and if if you if you do apply, and and we have that interview, we have that conversation beforehand, and you get accepted. Uh, there's a couple cool things for the members. So one of the things is we're going to be riding UTVs out in the desert <laughs> and all of our, all our guest speakers, which by the way, if you're able to make that schedule, uh, I hope you'll join us for that because we're going to have a lot of fun out there, but also that afternoon, which is really something I'm looking forward to. We've got a three hour member workshop 
where our speakers and our members will participate. And it's going to be led by Sharon Travatsa. If you go Google that name, you're going to see a, a lot. One of the things is that he exited a company for like three and a half billion dollars a handful of years ago. And he's basically the consultant to the top CEOs in the world. And he's going to be leading us through a process of helping us understand as investors, how do we how do we level up to that, to whatever that next level is for us to understand what the right next thing is for us. And I'm so looking forward to that workshop because I've got to spend a handful of days with him over the last several years. And every time I've walked away from that experience, I've always said that was a million dollar time, right? Like mm -hmm. there was there, I couldn't write a check big enough to get the value out of what I got from him. And so I'm looking forward to that. And the members and the speakers who will be a part of the event will get to attend that. And I think that's going to be really cool. Beautiful. So one more time, how do people uh, reach out, find out more about the information and also apply to be part of this mastermind? Yeah, check out thepassiveincometreat.com. Beautiful. Any final thoughts, guys? And I'm just, I'm just grateful. Um, I, I'm grateful that we got, got to connect on a podcast a while back that led to you being able to be at this mastermind retreat and for us to then go deeper in our relationship. Uh, I'm, I just value you and the people that are looking to you for freedom hacks are wise people. So I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to share this with your audience today. And, uh, and man, join us, you know, be a part of what we're talking about. Um, invest in yourself, invest in your future and your legacy. I think those things are, have to take priority. And I know we're all busy, but this is a time to truly go deeper in that, in that area. Thank you, Bryce, for having us. It, you you made this an amazing commercial for our, our, our passive income mastermind, which I know that's not what our attention was, but I, hopefully it was there was some nuggets in there as you're listening to this that whether or not you ever become a, a member, whether you ever come to a retreat like this, what are the takeaways that successful people, high high level investors are are getting by partnering up? Right, we had a guy on our podcast the other day that said partnerships build championships, and I totally believe. That whether you have the capital to do a deal, you don't have to have the money. You just have to partner with someone who does. Maybe you don't have the credit. Maybe you need to partner with someone who has the credit. Maybe you don't have the experience. You just partner with someone who has the experience. So to me, that's what Mastermind does. It's putting you in a network of other people. So even if you never attend anything like this, find a circle of people that are at a level higher than you and get involved in it in some, uh, some way because you will find things and opportunities that you never would have uh, even considered being able to take down because of those people around you. Beautiful. And thank you guys for coming on Freedom Hack Radio. Always enjoy you guys. You're super down to earth. You're real people. Come to the Mastermind Retreat and you'll actually see these guys in real action and all their comedy and all their authenticity. You guys <laughs> are great. And one of the things that I think we spoke about it earlier, but I just wanted to just bring it up again, is that coming to an event like this, you can actually compress a timeline. When I'm looking for joint venture partners, people to invest with, other people to expand my team, 
I'm going to go for referrals, people that other people already know, people that have already seeded out those relationships, because it's, it's way better and way quicker and way more successful from my experience to do that than to go out in the world trying to find these people where I've had experiences where, wow, they seem really cool. And then I take a deep dive and get to know them. And I find out that they haven't been paying out any of their investors for the last four years, you know? And so unfortunately, uh, even though I don't like to look at things negatively, not everybody out there in the business world is exactly in it for your best interest. So, but what I've found being part of this mastermind group is that people, there's good people in the room and you guys have attracted good people in the room. And obviously you can't guarantee that everything that everybody does is going to be perfect, but it's a damn lot better than going out there and trying to find these relationships yourself organically. This actually really massively compresses timelines. And so just another reason to come join if you're feeling compelled. And here's the thing, we're not trying to sell anything to you at all. We're just having a conversation here. And if you feel cold, you already know you feel cold. And you'll click on the show notes to uh, PassiveIncomeMastermindRetreat.com, I think it is. But we'll have it in the, in the show notes and we'll see you there in September. So I'd like to thank you guys again for coming on here to Freedom Hack Radio and for all of our freedom hackers. Until next week, live large and live free. G'day, this is Bryce Robertson. I'm your host here at Freedom Hack Radio, and I truly, truly hope that you got a ton of value out of the episode that we just shared with you. And if you did, make sure to subscribe on your YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to your favorite podcasting platform. Hit the notification button so you can find out about the next episodes as they come out. Because if you haven't achieved financial time and location freedom, you really need to be dialed in here. So make sure to subscribe and follow us along as you grow on your path to financial time and location freedom here at Freedom Hack Radio.